Good morning. Not Vietnam. I was going to say Austin, but it's not even Austin. It's, it's not? all of you guys. No, that's true. We're just in Austin. But good morning. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Because uh, you may, if you're catching up on podcasts, it may be Christmas oh, morning yeah. and you're just opening a present of So Talk to Me. Because this will come out, well, today's Thursday, so it'll come out tomorrow. But <laughs> Yes, just a few days before Christmas. So, I mean, if you're early, if you're, you're you know, if, if it's your tradition to open up your gifts early, well, you're welcome. <laughs> we give you our podcast. Uh, sorry, I'm like waving my hand I, I talk with my hands i'm like yeah making you do express like a regular john piper over here <laughs> <laughs> now i'm okay sorry no uh, uh great radio guys uh sorry you can't see me uh mimic john piper love the dude he's so animated um anyways Very merry passionate. christmas merry christmas merry christmas to you and yours everyone um have a Good day celebrating the incarnation of our yeah. Lord. What's your favorite Christmas tradition, Josh? Tradition? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> like one that we do, like not just in general. Okay. Uh, man, I feel like just all of them together feel like Christmas. So like putting up the tree and drinking eggnog and uh, getting together on Christmas Eve and then waking up Christmas morning. Um, so those are the kind of things that I'm thinking that immediately come to mind. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to say it. This is going to make me sound super materialistic, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, my, my favorite part has always been the anticipation of Christmas Eve. And, And like, we've gone back and forth about opening a present on Christmas Eve night. We didn't always do that when we were younger, but as we got older, we have been doing that with specific gifts, but we don't have to go into that. Um, but when I was younger, I always like, I had this internal clock thing. It was weird. <laughs> I would always wake up like right as my parents went to bed, like after they set out all the <laughs> presents. So like, I, I'm sure there were one or two times I just didn't go to bed, but there were other times where I would wake up at like one in the morning just so that I could go downstairs and look at the presents and, and see what we got. Now, of course, a bunch of them are wrapped, but a bunch of them also aren't. So I got to like pick through all my brothers and sisters present. You know, I come from a big family. I'm one of five. So like take a look at what everyone has and see all the cool stuff that everyone got. And it, as I've gotten older, it's not even so much about the presents. It's just about the anticipation and then just like. I don't know. That sounds weird. The payoff, I guess, of just seeing everything and being like, this is awesome. And we all get to enjoy it together. Yeah, I'm always interested to see what your parents have gotten us because they always get us really good gifts that like we didn't even ask for, you know? Right. Like. Yeah, things that we didn't know we needed. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then we get it and it's just like, dang, you guys Things that we're like, Still using several years down the line. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I love I love practical gifts. Well, now that you're older. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this year you're getting a nose piercing. Super practical. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to have one. 
Excuse me. And then you grew up. I used to have a nose ring. And then... Guys, yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I still have my lip piercing. I just... If you don't know. I'm trying to remember exactly what... Because I had my nose piercing and I had a Monroe. And I'm trying to remember exactly like why I got rid of them. Was it because you were working with kids? No, because I was working with kids while I had them. Okay. But I know I had started selling Mary Kay. Maybe it was that I felt like I wouldn't, I would sell the makeup better if I didn't have the piercings on my face. Gotcha. If I looked more professional, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why you bought all those pantsuits. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. No, I've never. I don't. I've never worn a pantsuit in my life. You know, with the shoulder pads. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone that who wears pantsuits with shoulder out. pads. That was a. F- or maybe I do. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Sorry. Um. All. All I mean is that Samantha is not a pantsuit with shoulder pad type person. That's all I mean. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I'm not from the 80s. <laughs> but well, what about technically your big hair? I, am. I guess technically I am. I was born in the 80s, but yep. I didn't grow up in the 80s. So. Late 80s, baby. The end Very of the era. Very late 80s. 89. <laughs> <laughs> Barely an 80s, baby. Yeah. Got in there. You had six months to go. You're just like, I'm doing this. <laughs> Let's go. Eject right now. <laughs> Gosh. Like an airplane. <laughs> okay. That's not how birth works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Wow. <laughs> we just completely derailed. I say we. It was me. <laughs> it was all my fault. It was me. I did the I derails. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Talking about references on the last episode. Yeah. Man, that's a reference to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. Which, Which is funny. I don't oh. think I would recommend that That's show. what I was going to say. <laughs> we have the same hive mind. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, I would. Rec- it's hilarious, but there is so much questionable content. The whole point of the show is that the main characters are terrible people. And so it's fun to laugh at how absurdly terrible they are. Um, but they, they push it. They push it way too far. Most of the time. Yeah. So we stopped watching that show. But it has some hilarious moments. All right, that's our show. Thanks for watching. <laughs> it's nice outside. Yep. It had been oh, no. rainy the first half of the week. Yep. We're talking weather now. Politics coming up next. Um, I mean, we already mentioned kids. That's the truth. When you're working with um, kids. <laughs> okay, anyways, no, I, I I actually don't want to. You don't want to talk about the weather? <laughs> no, not really. It's not that interesting. It's well, outside. I'm the one facing the window, so I get to see how uh, sunny it is. There are windows over there. But anyways, it doesn't matter. I just don't think it's a very compelling conversation <laughs> to talk about weather that not many people are experiencing. Well, I talk about past weather, too. That's interesting. I mean, if it's if it causes calamity... I know it was That's rainy something. in Dallas too when it was okay. rainy here. Was. So this is in the past of right now, which is the past of when this episode drops. 
for Houstonians. Okay. Um, what? I'm just saying I don't <laughs> don't think it's the best content. Anyways. You chop this out. What? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But okay, <laughs> over the past week, we have watched a couple movies. We did. First off, because I'm not going to spend much time on it, uh, I saw Star Wars. I did um, not. Surprise, surprise, everyone and their mom is talking about this movie. Like, I saw it on Monday, three days after the official release. Well, they say it releases on Friday, but really, it releases on Thursday. Like, Wednesday night, Thursday, which is weird. I don't know why movies do that. I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't know. Um, so it had been out for, what, four or five days at that point, And already, everyone was talking about it, so... Now, a week in, I'm sure, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry that um, everyone is talking about it, and yeah, so I don't have that much to add, except to say that um, kind of like with everything that I talk about, I fall somewhere in the middle. Like, people say, oh, this is the worst Star Wars trash they've ever put out, and I disagree. Or people are saying, this is the best Star Wars movie that has been made since the the Empire Strikes Back. And I disagree. I don't think so. I think, personally, it was on par with The Force Awakens. Because I do think they're trying some new stuff, and, which is pretty cool, somewhat. But the things that I disliked about The Force Awakens, they doubled down on in this movie. And um, so The Force Awakens kind of blunted that blow so it wasn't as like I wasn't as um, upset about those decisions as I was with The Force Awakens because they had already established like this is the route that we're going um yeah but I'm trying to be super vague just to say that it's a good movie it's worth a watch it's a long movie so you'll have to block out a good portion of your day but um yeah it's fun it's fun and you are just like super quiet you're like, why are you even talking about this? Well, I haven't I seen it, care. so I have nothing to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we saw another movie. We did see another movie. What was that movie? That movie was The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist. Remember at the beginning of the podcast, I talked a lot about the book and the room mm -hmm. and bad movies, and it all comes full circle now, 16, or, yeah, 16 episodes later, and The Disaster Artist came Yay. out. It was funny. And it was funny. What'd you think? Thought what's it was your, funny. What's your review? It was funny. That's my review. It Put that on the funny. box. <laughs> Big bold letters. It was funny. Disaster artist. It was funny. Dot, dot, dot. Quotation mark. Samantha Brockwell. Yeah. I don't know. I think that if you went into it not knowing anything about the room... It probably wouldn't be as funny. Okay. Okay. Um, and we haven't seen all of the movie, The Room, nope. because there's some pretty graphic sexual scenes in there that I, so I wouldn't recommend watching it. You no. can find YouTube videos mm -hmm. of like the best, the most well-known scenes in the movie, mm -hmm. which don't include the sexual ones. Right, I don't think YouTube would allow that. No. <laughs> Although I say that, the entire movie is on YouTube. 
And that's how I've watched most of it. And that's very easy to skip over those scenes because you get the little progress bar at the bottom. So, I mean, if you do some searching, you can find it and skip over scenes that you don't like. I would still not recommend watching. No, no, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But it's an option. (laughs) Take that option off the table now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, I just just don't want to seem like we condone that at all anyways um yeah it was funny because i knew what the room was and i had seen those clips and you basically explained the disaster artist to me the book so i mean i had a lot of backstory to go off on off of although there were some parts of the movie you said that like weren't in the book at all right right they definitely changed the book to make it more movie like so like there were certain threads in the movie that weren't necessarily in the book and the things that the book emphasizes um the movie kind of played down so that it wasn't as complicated of a story. Because, I mean, it's basically like the dude's... Well, I was going to say his memoirs, but not necessarily. I mean, it was just a specific part of his life. Um, But the movie was much more... I mean, the book was about their relationship, but the movie, yeah, just movie-fied everything so that it was more um, palatable in a, you know, two-hour span. And... um, also, I mean, a slightly nicer. <laughs> um, it made it, it kind of, uh, well, I'm going to use this word again. It kind of blunted uh, Tommy's kind of strangeness and weirdness, which is a funny thing to say because he's super weird. And you get that in the movie. Um, it's just a little different than the book. So I do think the book was better, but for a movie, the disaster artist did really well. It was good. It's good. I like it a lot, but I also like horribly crappy movies like that i mean the room and troll 2 are just like they're great they're great get a bunch of people and like go through these things and it's hilarious but it's a very very special type of movie because the creators of the movie thought that they were doing that they were making citizen kane And that is what you can't get from someone. You can't get that from Sharknado um, because Sharknado knows that they're making a terrible, crappy movie. And so everyone's in on the joke. I mean, like, uh, I might step on some toes here. The Fast and the Furious. Like, people who make those movies know everything in the movie is stupid. And so they're just playing that up. Um, But this is completely different. This is someone who believes that they are an auteur and that they can create the greatest movie ever made and just fail spectacularly. <laughs> and the the culmination of both those things makes for <laughs> an amazing experience. So, uh, if you don't see things the way that I see them, if you if you disagree and you just think it's garbage and... and a waste of time. Not, you know, yeah, a waste of time, then cool. But that's my two cents. Throwing it out there. Oh, dang it. I made I, I made another gesture that you cannot see. Um, it was throwing coins. That was the gesture. <laughs> Not like flipping the bird or something. I wasn't saying if you disagree. Well, okay, anyways. 
All right. So yeah. Those were the two movies that we saw. Movies. Well, the one that we saw, one that you just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun times. All right, so talk to me. That's About always what? a good segue, right? <laughs> it works, you know, title and all. Um, so we wanted to talk about something completely different that we've never talked about before. So we decided that today's episode was going to be about religion. What? <laughs> <laughs> the sidebar, I, I do think it's kind of funny that this podcast has basically turned into like mini theology as told by Josh and Sam. Well, because that's what we talk about a lot. Right, Just right. in general, you mm-hmm. and I. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd just say that it's funny, like, that was not our original intention. It was just to talk. It was just to talk about what we talk about. And it's turned into, we talk about theology. Because we can talk about it for a while, which yeah. is cool. I love it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just find it funny. <laughs> that's all. I thought the podcast was just going to be about kids and the weather and politics. <laughs> But that's only half the podcast. Well, thankfully, it's not. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyways, with that introduction, religion. Uh, why do we want to talk about religion? This was your topic. This is something you said you wanted to talk about. Why, why do you want to talk about religion? Are yeah. you losing your religion? Oh, my goodness. Like REM? <laughs> no. Uh, I have just heard the term a lot, or not the term, but the the saying that like I'm a Christian, but I'm not religious or like I'm a follower of Jesus, but I'm not religious. And every time I'm here, every time I hear that, I'm just like, you don't know what that word means. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the dichotomy of religion and, oh, well, here's another way of saying it that I've heard a lot. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. Oh. Right? I mean, you could put that on a bumper sticker. That right? tells me that you still don't understand what that <laughs> word means. <laughs> well, there we go then. <laughs> what does the word mean? Religion or religious? Both. Do they have separate meanings? Well, religious is like the more active term, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. But yeah. I mean your religion would be your set of beliefs and how that plays out in your life. Mhm. Okay. So everyone has a belief whether you believe in God, whether you believe that God doesn't exist, whether you believe and some other God, you have a belief system. Mm-hmm. And that belief system plays out in your life. And that is called religion. There you go. Yeah. So it's like the actions and the outworkings of what you believe. Yes. So, yeah. So like you said, everyone has religion. So would you say then everyone is religious? Yes. Everyone That's what I is would religious. Say. Yes. Okay. They take part in religious ceremonies and actions and things like that is that yeah. what you mean okay because whatever they what whatever they worship that act 
of worship is religion. Okay. Is being religious. So how would someone who doesn't believe in God, an atheist, an agnostic, mm -hmm. how would they be religious? Like what actions did they take that you would say are religious actions? I'm just try trying to think practically. Of thinking practically. Just well, like what's an example that you can show? Well, you actually are religious or that person... It, Mr. Well, just agnostic. saying what they believe, be belief, sorry, just saying what they believe that shows that you're religious because you have a religion. Okay. So can you give me an example saying what you believe? So for, for Mr. Agnostic, mm -hmm. what would his, what would his religious duty, his religious activities be? Telling people that he doesn't believe in God? That is, yeah, an activity. Okay. What else? Pretty much anything else that he does. <laughs> Driving a car is a religious activity. They can't hear you now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bad radio. <laughs> yes, I would say that anything you do is part of your religion because you do that under the mindset of what you believe. So, for instance, because I'm a Christian, I believe that God is sovereign, that he is in control of everything. Mm -hmm. So, me driving a car, I want to do that in a way that glorifies my God. Okay. So, not flipping the bird. <laughs> right. When people cut you off. Yeah. Uh, fighting against road rage. <laughs> Versus, yeah, so I mean, if we really drill down, I think we could say something like, well, Mr. Agnostic has faith that when he puts the key in the ignition or does keyless, whatever, I mean, nowadays you just have to push a button. When he pushes the button to start the engine, that his car will start. He's putting his faith in the car. Yes, mm -hmm. in the machinations of the uh, assembly line where the car was built. Mm-hmm. And the company that puts out the car. So it is an act of faith, therefore, to do that. Um, you know, I guess another famous analogy would be to sit in a chair, right? Mm -hmm. You have faith that the chair will be able to hold you up. And You're trusting in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then if everything, if everything's religious, doesn't that make nothing religious? Like... Then does does religion? Well, no, just because become a... we're religious creatures. Okay, we were created to worship. Okay. So what may so if absolutely, but if you're saying that everything you do is religious, then what makes then what what defines Christian? Like, is Christianity even a religion? Yes, if because it's a belief a system. Okay. Okay. So we have different beliefs than, yeah, than what other religious things would do. So then, okay. So then why, um, why do you have a problem with, if everything is religious, why would you have a problem with someone saying it's not religion, it's um, a relationship with Jesus? Because again, the, they're using the term wrongly okay. wrongfully <laughs> so what's wrong so what's wrong with the way that they're using it 
Well, they're saying that. Sorry, my jaw just popped. <laughs> that was weird. I hope you didn't hear that. That'd be really weird. Um, they're saying that it's not a religion, which if you understand the definition of religion, that's impossible. Like it has to be a religion. It is also a relationship, but they go hand in hand. It's not mm-hmm. one or the other. Mm-hmm. So what what are they really trying to say when they say, so they're using this word religion or religious right. improperly. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just saying, oh, well, no, you're wrong, and just throwing out what they say, throwing that out wholesale. Let's take a look at why they're wrong. Instead of just saying... Right. Well, what I think they're trying to say, mm-hmm. is that what you're getting at? Yes. Um, is that they don't go to church or they don't okay. hold to um, a certain set of standards or um, traditions. Okay. That's what I think they're trying to say. Yeah. Organized religion. Right. Traditions. Okay. Gotcha. So if that's what people are railing against and saying instead that it's a relationship, what what's wrong with that? What's wrong with saying, oh, well, I'm, I'm just not into tradition. Like the whole crux of the Christian faith is your relationship with Jesus. Is it, is there something wrong with saying that? That you're against tradition? Well, that the whole point of Christianity is like the culmination of Christianity is Jesus. I, I, let's put it this way. I'll turn the tables. I agree with that. I agree that the, that all of Christianity centers on Jesus. I mean, I yes. think that's why we call it Christianity. Right. It's because Christ himself. Mm-hmm. Old Testament points to him. Right. <clears throat> New Testament just expounds upon what he's done and explains what he's done mm-hmm. and how we're to live in light of that. And then promises us promises us that he is going to return and right. that we get to reign with him. Mm-hmm. So I agree that he is, that Jesus Christ is the whole point of the scripture of Christianity. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so again, what's wrong with saying, what's wrong with saying that? What's wrong with saying that we... That tradition doesn't matter. What matters is Jesus. Okay. Well, because if Jesus matters, then you have to take his word seriously. Yeah. There you go. And if you take his word seriously, he tells us how to live our lives. Mm -hmm. And there are traditions put in place that are biblical Mm -hmm. from his word (laughs) that help us to worship him the way that he wants to be worshiped. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I mean, you have to understand uh, when you say it's about a, re- a relationship with Jesus, which I completely agree with, mm-hmm. like that is the whole, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you are just following traditions, um, Jesus but would say- the relationship say, is part of your religion. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but while that, while the relationship with Jesus is paramount, you also have to understand who Jesus is in order to have a relationship with him, right? And Jesus reveals himself through the scripture. So much so that John 1 
says, in the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. Jesus is the Word. Yep. And God has given us his Word in Scripture. Um, Jesus is interconnected with the Scripture. Bring it. And, you know, we we talked about this in biblical inerrancy, right? Um, When we talk about how important the Word of God is. And so you can't divorce the word of God and what he says and what he's given us from who Jesus is. Amen. So the word is actually intimately connected with your relationship with Jesus. And the word gives us traditions yep. and gives us um, religious ceremonies yep. to enact the sacraments. Yep. The sacraments. So um, I'm I'm thinking here, I'm going to read from James because it's one of the only scriptures I could find that actually uses the word religion. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's James 26 and 27 here. It says, if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So um, there, there's so much here that we can unpack, but just a couple and things. And James is, is not saying that you just have to be a social justice warrior. No, he's not. He's not saying that, but he is saying that your faith in God, your religion necessarily means that you will act a certain way that you will do certain things right. because of your love for God. Um, and if you are not doing those certain things, it is a sign that you do not love God. Mm-hmm. Um, so James paints religion as a good thing, yep. a really good thing, a necessary thing in the life of a Christian. Um, I mean, just that, just that first verse, if anyone thinks he's religious uh, and doesn't bridle his tongue, his religion is worthless. Like, James is is saying here again religion is a good thing like the brother of Jesus is you saying you should yeah yeah exactly the holy spirit himself mhm i'm not saying that James is the holy spirit but the holy spirit used him yes. certainly to 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 speak his word it right. is the word of god mm-hmm. um which is yeah just amazing um so yeah you think of the entire context of James and how it actually is talking a lot about our actions as Christian and our um, the outworkings of what we believe. Hey, that's religion, isn't it? Well, bam. We are religious people because what we believe about God and our relationship with Jesus affects the way that we live in the world. Yep. And it's not, so here, okay, here's where we're going to step on some toes, right? Uh-oh. It's not the modern concept Bring of it. um I mean I'm just going to use this word of mysticism where you come to God and you pray and you get a feeling and then you act on that feeling. Um Yeah, that's not how it works. The, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't we should not base our actions on our intestinal fortitude. Uh Sorry, that was kind of a joke. But basically, um, just the way that we feel because our feelings change and we don't know where that feeling is coming from. Like that feeling could literally do be not lean from on your devil. own understanding. Right. Right. 
um, there are other ways to discern what God wants you to do, what God has for you. Um, and it's not based on a feeling that you get when you are emotional. I get emotional in prayer. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying emotional is a ba- emotionalism. I'm not saying being emotional is a bad thing at all. I love it. I get emotional when we sing songs together at church mm-hmm. um, because the truth is so good. Yeah. Um, but that's, so that's the thing is, is that the truth needs to direct your emotions, not your emotions directing the truth. Right. Yeah. And you need to learn to be able to control your emotions. Right. Um, so, so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with emotion. I'm not saying that you can have, uh, okay, I'll give, I'll give a scenario. I, I think that you can be considering, say, say you get two different job offers, right? And they're both really good jobs and you don't know which one to take. I'm not saying that you can't in a, in a, in a moment of emotion, um, feel like one job is better than the other. And then, uh, say that. I'm not saying that it's not a bad idea to to base. I'm not saying that emotions can't give you clarity on your decision making. Right. They well, can sometimes. And you're also not going to find a scripture, a verse in scripture that says, so and so take this job instead of that one. So like mm-hmm. your feelings in that situation do have more... Um, I don't know what's the word. They hold more weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. We're In not talking situation. about a sin issue, right? We're not talking about an issue where the scripture does speak clearly. So, um, yeah, and I apologize. I feel like I'm muddying the waters here. Um, scripture, when sp- scripture speaks on something, it is an absolute, and we need to right. well. When scripture is an absolute, I understand scripture gives general principles also. And so I'm not saying, um, yeah, I, I, I understand you have to take scripture in context. Sorry, all these prefaces here. <laughs> um, but okay. You know, that thou shalt not steal. Okay. That is an absolute on our lives. Yeah. Government. Christians. Uh, so, <laughs> so, okay, here's where we get into politics. <laughs> no, um, so we know that we ought not to steal no matter how we feel about stealing. No matter whether or not we say that, oh, well, science has determined that some people are kleptomaniacs, and so you can't tell them not to steal. It's part of their um, anatomy that they steal. Sorry, you couldn't hear my eye roll there. <laughs> um, th- no. Scripture says that stealing is wrong. It's a sin against God. And so regardless of how you feel about that, scripture stands and God's word is ultimate. Um, so it trumps your feelings. Amen. Um, anyways, we're talking about feelings here. How did, how do we get here? Discerning the will of God. How do we get there? <laughs> uh, sorry, backtracking a little bit here. We're talking about religion and how, how religion affects well, you. Yeah, and James, you know, if you claim to be a Christian, you know how to live out your life through the word of God. Right, right. And where the word of God is silent, then there are other ways. I I think the word of God kind of gives us principles on where it's silent. So things like your career path or who you should marry or things like that. I think 
the scripture definitely lays down principles mm-hmm. on what um, a godly marriage is right. and what you should be looking for in a spouse. Um, I think it also gives principles on the fact that you ought to be um, in community and you ought to be you ought to have counselors in your life mm-hmm. who can direct you and guide you in making these decisions and you're not to go it alone. So I think the scripture certainly right. has a lot to say about those things, but it doesn't specifically tell you um, how how to do those things. But in terms of religion, where the scripture does speak, that's where we need to um, conform ourselves to the scriptures and conform ourselves to what God wants um, rather than how we feel. So, and I think that's what James is saying through the entirety of James, but here especially where he talks about true religion and how that affects the way that we live. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up another word that I think is closely related to this this topic of religion, and that is tradition. Okay, so I think, like you said earlier, that when people use the word religious or religion mm-hmm. or, I mean, even organized religion, what they're talking about are traditions. Right. Why do you think that some people are so, what's the word? I can't think of words this morning. Words are hard. Um, people have an aversion to? There you go. That's a better word. Yeah. Why, why do some people have such an aversion to tradition? Well... I think, um, I feel like it's a very modern notion and this is just yeah, kind of off the pretty top progressive, of my head. Yeah. yeah. I think there's this prevailing idea in post modernity or our current culture, our current American culture. I can't speak for anyone else's culture. America. Yeah. For better or worse. <laughs> um, I think it's the idea that like the new is better. You know, the newest iPhone is the one that I want. Um, You know, the newest technology, the newest TV, the newest car, the newest thing. Yeah, just this progression, progressivism of Mm -hmm. like, we are constantly evolving into something better. And so what old people, the people that came before us believed was wrong. Like they did not see, they saw things as black and white and that's not the way that we're going to live that that is what has caused all the problems in the world. The people who came before us are who caused all the problems that we are under now. And we can fix it by doing something new. I think that's kind of an underlying idea in Mm. the culture. I'm not, I'm not sure that everyone would actually say that, but I think we have a tendency towards, I mean, you see it even in our celebrities, like we tend towards the beautiful, the young, Mm-hmm. Um, not the old and wise. There aren't that many people, there aren't that many old celebrities yeah. that um, we take that wisdom from. You know, it's the ridiculous Kardashians and <laughs> Miley Cyruses that we look to and th- that we prop up as celebrity. Um, and it's it, an extremely it's, arrogant position. It is. It really is. Um, and I, I understand it comes from a place of a technological advancement and um, scientific advancement that the pace of advancement has been so rapid over the past 30 years. I mean, the world has changed so much in the past 50 years. Yeah, it's definitely kind of ridiculous. But God's word has not. It has not. No, 
certainly not. Um, but I'm saying from someone who, who doesn't believe in God's word, I get that the ideas of, well, we're so much better now because we're technologically advanced. I understand where that underlying idea comes from. Even if I agree with you, it is extremely arrogant to throw out everything that has come before and to say, and, and it's good to question things that have come before. It's good to um, examine those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that examination shouldn't be biased. It yeah. should be, uh, it should really be taking a look at, okay, why, if this has been believed for X amount of years, for 2000 years, say, why, why, uh, Instead of saying it's probably wrong if it's old, we should be saying if this has stood the test of time, uh, what, why, why, why do I disagree with it? Like, mm-hmm. why, what is it about this that has withstood all the cultural shifts and all the, um, all the change in the world? So tradition, mm-hmm. um, tradition. Oh, man. Tradition, tradition, just for the sake of tradition, I would say is wrong. Right. But and if it's, and this is speaking within the church, like within the, um, within the believing community. Sorry, our dog. Um, Like, for instance, I'm thinking of, like, the Roman Catholic Church. Like, they have a lot of traditions that Mm -hmm. they put a lot of stock in Mm -hmm. um, that are just tradition. Like, they're not even, uh, they're not steeped in Scripture. Like, they're not found in Scripture. Mm -hmm. Right. And they... And they would go so far as to say that their traditions are actually on par with the word of God. Right, which is wrong. Which is wrong. It's heresy. Um, so, like, if your church has little traditions, like, doing, I don't know, something a certain way, you always have, you always do announcements on Sunday you know, that's not wrong. <laughs> like right. li- little things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about those. <laughs> right. Well, well, let's see. Okay, so we've established that. I, you know, you asked why why we automatically assume tradition is a bad thing and why it's a bad word and why we wouldn't want to use that word. Um, did I mean would we agree with that? I, I think that tradition is a bad word. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I think it's neutral. I think it can it can be good and right. it can be bad insofar as your traditions, um, I'm speaking specifically within the church, that they line up with scripture. Yeah. So I get, um, and I don't know if I've said this already, I get why people who say it's not a religion, it's a relationship. I think what they're trying to say is that they don't want to be like the Pharisees who followed their traditions, who followed the the laws of god without actually knowing god Mm -hmm. i get the the heart behind that of saying that it's about it's about um the heart of god it's about knowing god and it's about um yeah being in relationship with him but that relationship causes us to 
live within those traditions, live within the scripture, the bounds of scripture, mm-hmm. and to live out what God calls for his people to live out. And so that does, um, that brings to mind certain traditions. So I've just done a quick Google search on the word tradition in scripture. Um, so this is not um, complete by any means, but there are a couple things here. Um, so Matthew fifteen six, uh, uh, it says, for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. So this is a negative view of tradition. Mm-hmm. This is saying that tradition trumps what God has actually said. And, and it's condemning that idea of tradition that goes against scripture. Mm-hmm. It's wrong to set up traditions that go against scripture. Yes. But then also we have um, verses like 1 Corinthians 11 two. Now I commend you, this is Paul writing to the Corinthians, now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. So this is the word, the word of God speaking through Paul mm-hmm. saying that the traditions that I've given you, um, which everything that Paul has, has given is expounding upon what Jesus had done. Right. So it's intimately connected with the work of Jesus that these traditions are good and and you are doing well to keep these traditions. Mm-hmm. So things like, I mean, you brought up the sacraments like baptism and the Lord's Supper, um, traditions of praying together, of meeting together on Sundays, mm-hmm. aka organized religion. <laughs> um, these are good traditions. Yes. They glorify God. Because he commands us to do them. Because he commands us to do them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, those are great traditions because God commands us to do them. So they're not just traditions, they're commandments. And so we traditionally do them. Yeah, I think we can get hung up on the concept of tradition or maybe right. maybe it's the word, I don't know. But just the idea of like something that you do um like consistently. An, yeah, like an outward symbol. Yeah. Um may yeah, maybe it's just that whole same kind of modern idea that it seems like if you do something over and over and over again that it loses its meaning and it loses like its purpose mm-hmm. behind what you're doing um because yeah the, the, i guess the, the kind of idea that we think of when we say tradition are like these things that um it, it doesn't capture the heart right mm-hmm. often tradition is more just um something that you follow that you know that, that you're doing out of duty rather than that you're actually um Sorry, I keep I keep thinking of the the name of that podcast, Doctrine and Devotion. <laughs> um, it's something that you um, that you do, yeah, with your heart as well. That you feel that you do because you know it points towards something else. Um, it's something that you do, but not only that you do, but you know why you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't let that word scare you. Don't let the concept of tradition um, be a negative thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think unfortunately I've I've heard it said a lot that oh, well that's just tradition or that was just cultural back then and we don't have to do that anymore. Um like specifically in 
I'm going to step on some toes here. Um, but with women being in the pulpit, um, a lot of people would say, oh, that was just cultural or that was just the tradition then. Um, but mm, no, <laughs> it's very clear. God is very clear in scripture that he has commanded the position of elder and pastor to be filled by men mm-hmm. and not women. That's not a role for women to play. That's not a role that he has given to women. Yeah. But yeah, a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of people try to use the quote unquote traditional card or cultural card. And it's not, it doesn't play here. Oh, yeah, not in that specific instance. No, it doesn't. Although I I do kind of get the pushback of why, um, you know, why you would be against tradition. Like I said, if it's drained of its purpose, then you wouldn't want to continue to, to follow certain traditions. And so there are like different types of traditions, you know, there obviously there are what Paul is talking about is what scripture has laid out for us to do like commandments, like you Mm -hmm. said. Um, But then there are also traditions that we have, like you're talking about that are more just cultural traditions or even just the way that we do church, for instance, Mm. Um, we do things out of tradition. Uh, You know, you mentioned like giving announcements Mm -hmm. during a service or, um, or things like that, that we do and there are purposes behind them but they're not as important as what the scripture tells us to do so like scripture you know scripture tells us um to meet it tells us to um obviously you know i mentioned it before the sacraments um but even the preaching of the word Mm -hmm. you know the singing of songs praying together it tells us to do those things um but it doesn't necessarily tell us how to do that. So, so worship services can look very different in a lot of different contexts, so long as they have those elements that, um, that God gives us and related to tradition, like it doesn't tell us how in like every single little detail, but there's definitely a lot of lot to go off of. Right. I'm saying, a worship service in modern America looks very different than a worship service in modern Africa looks very different than well, yeah, a worship service in medieval Europe. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like it does, it does depend on the culture and, mm-hmm. and how you, um, how it reaches the people in that, in the culture. So it'll, it'll look different. It'll look different. Um, and that's that's okay. I mean, like that. I think that's a good thing, um, because that's God, that's how God speaks to His people through uh, through the church. Um, but but you do have to kind of evaluate like what what tradition is commandment and what tradition is just like what your church has come up with that is that they find is the best for this particular context that they're in right now, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, hey, Christmas is coming up, right? We talked about Christmas traditions that we have, um, mm-hmm. that we enjoy. Um, or did we? Maybe we didn't do that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like, even it's like that. It's just been like, 13 hours between then and now so it's hard to remember (laughs) time warp um so yeah so even like those traditions they're not they're enjoyable but they're not necessarily important you know we don't have to hold to them slavishly um if it's not you know in the church context if it's not the commandment of god Mm -hmm. um so there are even reasons why you would do certain things there are reasons why a lot of modern churches have, for instance, a youth ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible doesn't spell out that we ought to have youth ministry, right? But um, in order to in order to reach the in our current cultural context, we find it to be very effective. You know, um, and so there are reasons why we do that. Traditionally, why we have a youth program at most churches. Mm-hmm. Um. So you, so you do have to weigh whether a tradition is a commandment or not. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. So like, yeah. I I guess it's just it just goes back to the concept of like tradition itself is not good. It's not, but it's also not bad mm-hmm. in and of itself. It has to be what the tradition actually is, what it's rooted in, and how it's carried out. Is it just wrote is it just something that you you pay lip service to um or is it something that actually engages the heart and something that you're doing for the purpose and 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 i say that the problem could just be you (laughs) you know people can take the sacraments wrongly you know yeah i can take communion and not really think about what jesus has done right just do it because you know, they're passing the tray. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's wrong. You know, it's tragic. Um, but the traditions are there to serve the people. And for the people to worship God through them. Yep. So, anyways, religion, right? Religion. All these religious ideas. Yeah. Yep. Have any more thoughts on on religion? Did we cover it all? Did I run around in circles for long enough? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. Read your Bible. Know your Bible. Know what God commands of us. And do it. Yeah. Know your Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. But I mean, at the just to recap, is that religion? Whenever people like to put, I, I say people, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm just gonna say it. People like to kind of make um, religion the enemy of a relationship with Jesus, and that shouldn't that shouldn't be so. Religion. Well, it doesn't make sense. No, it it doesn't, right, it doesn't make sense um, based on, like, what the actual word means. Um, It's only what people mean by it. 
when people say that religion is just, yeah, just things that you do devoid of your heart or programs that you follow without actually engaging in, in what those programs are trying to say, what they're trying to do. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say that even the, <laughs> that the word of God is a program. That seems very strange. Um, but it is a specific set of beliefs, mm-hmm. you know? So when someone says that they don't have a religion at all, what they're saying is they don't have a set system of beliefs. But they do. It's just not, maybe not something that society or culture culture would deem as a religious belief. Well, right. You, not I'm, something that's like widely known. Right. But I'm, but like if it's someone who just goes based off of whatever they, they wake up in the morning and they do whatever they want to do during their day. Um, your religion is yourself. Right. It's what you, you are want. your God. Yeah. Yeah. You're worshiping yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's not, even a set system of beliefs because you could change easily. But the basis for what you do, why you do, why why you do what you do (laughs) is simply based on yourself and based on however you feel. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah, that can can lead us somewhere else. The whole presuppositional like, uh, but anyways, don't have to go there. Not today. Not today. <laughs> think we're done for the day. What do you think? I'm sleepy. Anything else? <laughs> All right. Any goes? Um, no. No? No recos? Hmm. Well, let me let me try and think of something. Well, I know that we've recommended um being a part of a small group. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's almost Christmas, so it's probably a little too late, but we played a white elephant gift game with our small group. That was really fun. It was the dice one. What what was it? Like left or right, left unwrap dice game or something like that. I can't remember. I don't know. I just searched Google for white elephant dice <laughs> and it was the first thing that came up. Anyways, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. So it was like you roll, you rolled a one, you pass it to the right. If you rolled a two, you pass it to the left. If you rolled um, a three, you got to steal from someone. If you rolled a four, you got to steal. And if you rolled a five, you had to unwrap your gift. And if you rolled a six, you had to unwrap your gift. And then once all the gifts are unwrapped, that's when the game is over. Or we we still went. Uh, another round but yeah it was a lot of fun god bless you (laughs) thank you (laughs) sneezing yeah white elephant is always fun that was a that was a fun way to do it um especially with a smaller group because it lasted longer Mm -hmm. um and you didn't know what you were gonna get so it's different than other white elephant 
I mean, there, you know, there's the element of stealing, but then everything could change with someone else's turn and you yeah. don't know when it's going to end. So it's kind of like a roulette, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. So your recommendation is White Elephant? Well, yeah, the dice game. Okay, awesome. Not just normal White Elephant. That's lame now. Super lame. That's a, that's an old traditional That's the game. old traditional way. Forget that. <laughs> we don't need that. Get out of here with that. So, yeah. Yep. That was my reco. Cool. Nighty-night. <laughs> All right. Till next time, guys. Um, as always, you can reach us either on Twitter or... Um, handle is at so underscore talk to me or you can talk to us through email uh our email address is so talk to me podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you um all two of you no i'm just kidding i'm sure there are more out there uh all right well till next time we'll try and well i'm i'm sure we'll set aside some time to talk next week yeah i don't think we're gonna take a break Cause I'm taking a break from work, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll be back. You can't get rid of us that easily. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Go talk to your spouse. Talk to someone. Talk to me. Talk to you. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to you. Bye. <laughs>